Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Hello there. Thanks for joining me with another edition of Mike's Strategies, a great podcast that's going to help you increase your production and your profitability. That's for sure. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about a strategy that's more of an umbrella approach that Mike has used for us in real estate. And it's actually one of the things that I believe has caused the spot where there's a fair amount of conflict over the years. Uh, Mike is is willing to face that conflict with the, with the major uh, franchises and all those people because it's the right thing to do for you as a real estate agent. And what we want to look at today is the strategy of running your business like a real business. And it's so much different and a little contrary to what the real estate industry is because most of the business, the agents in the real estate industry don't connect it, the dots to running it like a real business. And so if you want to step back from any real business and start to look at how a real business runs, if you can parallel your real estate business with with most real businesses, you're going to make a lot more money right? Mike will say this. He said, the reason that we struggle is most agents have no direct sales skills. Uh, They weren't taught any direct sales skills when they got into the business. They came into the business for whatever reason, but no direct sales skills. And they won't treat the, the business like a real business or even like a real job, right? And so we're in that free space, which causes a lack of productivity. So here's some thoughts, no particular order at all, just some thoughts about you know, help bring us a little closer to understanding a real business, right? It is serv- we're in a service-oriented business, so we have to understand that customer service is the cornerstone of running a business. Have you got your business set up in a way that provides excellent customer service? What's the single biggest complaint that the public has with us as real estate agents? Communication right? So do you have a business set up that provides the right amount of communication with the clients you have? You know, it's always interesting to us how often a real estate agent doesn't return a phone call or they can't be reached. Or when you call, it says, text me for a faster response. Or you send an email and you get a response four or five days later. Uh, Customers uh, deserve and demand that high level of communication. So hopefully your business is set up that way. That's the the, you know, the encompassing factor. Is it a service-oriented business that you've created? Selling real estate and maintaining solid production requires a sales system. There's a system that needs to be in place. Once we've established a system, we need to support it by putting an administrative staff and a system in place to protect the service. So, The Mike Ferry sales system has been created that way. Mike has created it for you if you're interested. Every component from time management to money management has been set up in an actual system, checklists and forms and, and, you know, all of it. It's there as a system. But beyond that, then you have to get an administrative system put in place. You know, all the components to the administration of the deal. If you want to run a real business, like it or not, we have to become masters of the details. 
right? We have to be willing to pay attention to the details. Real businesses pay attention to the details. Income and expense, profit and loss statements, right? Tracking all the numbers, uh, making sure things are profitable. Uh, you know, the checklists involved with, a, with for customer service, checking all the boxes that a listing was put to market properly and then it transitions into pending properly and then it transitions into closed and into your past client properly. Masters of all those details. Most agents don't really like the details. They like to avoid the details at all costs, but they're required when you run a business. We have many agents that really struggle with understanding, tracking all the numbers of the business. They're required when you run a business. If you have a restaurant and you don't know how much bread needs to be brought in each week, you're going to have a bunch of bread on the shelf that is moldy and it's not good. You have to throw it in the trash. It's not acceptable in that kind of a business. If you run a factory line assembly, if you don't keep track of the machines, the efficiency of the machines, the electric costs that run it, there's no profit. So in our industry, we don't see it that way oftentimes. We have to pay attention to the details. Your administrative systems actually create business because they free you up to give you time to create more business, right? Admin is designed to move you from the things that you shouldn't be doing so you have time to do the things that you should. Prospecting, lead follow-up, on appointments, negotiating deals. See admin as an asset that needs to be developed, not as an expense. Well, I don't want to sign up for coaching because it's an expense. No, it's an asset. I don't want to hire a staff person because I have to pay them. It's an asset. They are uh, in a position to free you up so you can go generate more, just like a real business would have. Not many restaurant owners are doing the dishes in the back. They understand that it's not the right thing to do. They should be out generating more uh, customers to come and buy their food, right? Having good systems in place takes some of the stress out of the transaction, and it creates a better environment. If you're going to run a business and treat it like a real business, you create these systems which remove stress and makes it a better environment. You never find yourself running around in circles doing some crazy things because a seller didn't have the sign or lockbox put up or was not putting the MLS right or uh, nobody for, uh, mentioned to uh, transfer the utilities and everybody's running around. Oh my gosh, we don't have keys for the new buyer. Well, that's stressful. It's stressful for the client and stressful for you. Systems in place cause you to check those things off, right? Um, It creates a better environment for the buyer, the seller, the other agent, yourself. So do you have all the proper systems in place for yourself, checklist included, that that make sure we're not running around uh, rampant at times on every transaction? You know, it's not uncommon. We'll talk to an agent and, it, and you almost feel like they're, that, that a transaction has this huge, enormous weight to it. All this drama and emotion and frantic activity and behavior. It doesn't need to have that if you have good systems, right? Good business are always looking for ways to improve the quality of their administrative systems. Always. They ask for client feedback. They ask for, you know, a survey on their customer service. They're asking, uh, you know, the clients they have, the clients they've had in the past. How could we improve the quality of the systems? It's a never-ending thing, right? Along with systems, there's delegation, which is uh, uh, businesses understand delegation. The real estate industry fights against delegation. You know, delegation means you're giving away the authority, which gives you that golden gift of time. What are the things in a real estate transaction or the day-to-day activities that you should not be doing? 
right? Um, you know, the paper, some of the paperwork processes, you know, following up with the lender, making sure the physical inspection gets done, following up all of these details that probably shouldn't be done by you. If you owned a business, you wouldn't do it, right? Um, can you give that responsibility and that authority away, which gives you the gift, right? Delegation fosters team building, which is the big hot topic of today, right? Uh, Mike has told us for years, he's been talking about teams for, for 40 years. It's just changed in its context. You know, having a great lender and a great title rep, a great escrow officer, right? Uh, having a personal assistant. The, this is your team, but then beyond that, if you wanted to go into the whole team dynamic, if you have good administration systems, you have good checklists, you have good delegation processes in way, it certainly helps you build a team and bring uh, maybe a, a buyer's agent on or another listing agent onto your team, right? Um, delegation gives you the power to basically multiply yourself, right? If you're not stuck in the file and doing all those things, then you can be going on two listing appointments in a day or three. You, you have the space to do that if you don't have to um, manage this file all day long and squeeze in a listing appointment at the very end and the, you know, just because you can barely fit it in, you couldn't possibly be do two. You multiply yourself. Right. And then delegation actually uh, inspires motivation in others because they see, you know, you've got team members and staff and they see that their opinion matters. They can input input into this whole process, which, you know, um, motivates the team. There's a synergy involved with it, motivates your staff. Right. If you want to run a real business, you need to consider some very solid systems for where am I going to get my leads? Systems for how am I going to manage a listing? Systems for how am I going to manage a pending transaction? System for how am I going to manage a past client and center of influence? Systems for how am I going to manage price reductions someday? That's an actual formal system of ours. Um, we'll need that at some point. Do you have all those things in place? Do you see yourself as an entrepreneur that's actively trying to build a business? Do you see yourself as one of those people that is, 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 you know, you're not just trying to make sales and get a listing and make a sale. You're trying to grow a small company for yourself, an actual business, right? Um, do you spend time reading and studying books about business owners? You know, anything that's been done by Jack Welch, you know, he's one of the all-time entrepreneurs, Lee Iacocca, these people, they obviously learned how to run businesses. You can even go some of the old school stuff and look at things that Napoleon Hill had with Carnegie and Rockefeller and those people. If you want to run a company, you study businesses. There's a lot of modern people today in, in, on the internet that you can really look at how, what it takes to build a business today. Do you see yourself as that? You know, uh, this is a strategy of Mike Ferry uh, for a long time is you're growing a company, you're running a business, let's treat it like a business. Everything from, you know, the way I approach uh, the management of my money. Do I have a, a budget for expense to market my listings? Uh, do I have a profit and loss statement that I keep track of all my expenses? <laughs> you know, this is one thing we see with agents, they get around tax time. So around tax time, we watch agents' productivity drop for the two or three or four weeks before and the four or five weeks after because they go scrambling around to get this stuff together and then they really go scrambling around to find the money to pay any taxes they own. Well, if you run a business, right, you're going to pay tax. 
our advice is, is that you uh, take the right percentage, whatever that percentage is, whatever you pay in taxes, take the right percentage out of every single check you, you get. And you put that money into a separate account that's a tax account. When it comes time for your quarterlies, like real businesses, they pay quarterlies, you pay the quarterly tax that you obviously owe. What's in there? That alone will probably make you more money. You find yourself every year scrambling around to put your receipts together, right? You find yourself trying to come up with the money of, oh my gosh, I owe what? How am I going to pay for that? You have to you know, put it on your credit card or go juggle finances around to pay your taxes. Real businesses don't do that. Well, many of them don't, right? But look up and down the whole scale of, of, of business. You're going to have certain staff. You're going to have certain systems. You're going to have certain procedures, right? Now, the core ingredient of running a business is that there, you have a solid way to bring consistent, duplicatable, predictable leads into the company. This is where most people turn left instead of right when it comes to running a business. If you don't have a predictable, duplicatable pathway for leads coming into the company, then part of our mind is why would I bother uh, talking about profit and loss? I'm trying to figure out how to get a listing and I haven't gotten a listing this month or a sale. So you have to overcome the basic rules of selling real estate at the same time. Okay, but what a great time of year. You know, this is a great opportunity, a great time of year to step back and reflect. What am I trying to build? What am I trying to have happen here? Do I ultimately want to be doing 200 transactions a year with a, a listing coordinator and an escrow coordinator, a one buyer's agent, a runner and myself, a highly profitable, um, you know, my average commission at 10, uh, 10,000 bucks. I'm making two and a half million bucks a year. My expenses are going to be 500,000 bucks a year. Uh, across the board, staff, salary, the whole thing. I know what positions I need to fill in the company next. I've got checklists for all those uh, systems that are in place. Let's get to work generating those leads and build it. What's the very next step? You know, I mentioned this on previous podcasts. True entrepreneurs, they have to do all this before they make their first sale, right? They go borrow money from the bank. They rent the space. They buy all the equipment. They hire all the staff. They create all the marketing and they put all that out for the first grand opening of their business, right? In real estate, we can put these band-aids and these patches on it and, and not start that way. I think that the fact that we don't have to start that way causes some, some challenges in it. If we had to start a business and have it fully operational before we could go make sales, I kind of believe we'd actually do better as an, as an industry uh, because we'd treat it like a real business. And then even beyond that, if we, this whole conversation is challenging for you and you feel like you're not ready for that right now, can you treat it like a real job, right? Bare minimum, if you're not ready to you know, go full-blown, I'm running a company and a business, can you treat it like a real job? Can you run from a very specific schedule? Can you show up on to work on time? Can you do very specific activities at certain times throughout the day? Can you um, really start to predict the skill set improvement that you're going to do? You know, tr in a real job, if they said you had to learn A, B, and C skills and you had to do it by the end of the month and you had to perfect your schedule and you had to show up at 7 o'clock in the morning to the office and check in, you had to practice your skills and then get on the phone and prospect, uh, generate business for two or three hours and then you had to do your administration work and then your lead follow-up and you had to go out on appointments every day like a real job, if you treated it that way, you would progress faster than if you don't. And it's tough because uh, you're going to find very few of your 
workmates or other agents in your company or office or in your city or town that are doing it. So most of the, uh, of the agents are all running around in the same fashion, not treating it like a real job and not running a real business. So you don't have a whole lot of, you know, uh, people that you can emulate and follow and, and there's not a pathway right next to you very often. That is what the Mike Ferry system was founded on. We have the system, the structure, and the pathway. Um, check us out. You know, get on mikeferry.com, look at the website. We've got all kinds of free things there if you're not taking advantage of it. We've got events coming all the time. We've got events on our calendar. Check out the events that are there. Um, maybe it's time for a grand reopening. Maybe so far you realize you haven't run a business so far, but why not? Who would notice if you decided to have a grand reopening of your business? You would notice with more profit and more income. Thanks for your time on today's uh, edition of Mike Strategies. I'm so excited to keep presenting these uh, incredible things from Mr. Mike Ferry. Um, Keep tuning in. Keep joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.